Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Considering that Krusty has just had a have-it-away weekend, she sounded a little depressed, but then who wouldn't if they were being pursued around the village by two bitching and attention-seeking teenage girls, both seemingly anxious (laughs) for her approval? Chelsea and Mia both decided to volunteer at the rewilding. Mia because she has a crush on Krusty, and Chelsea because... Well, she claimed it was to get to know Mia better, but I suspect it was because she wanted to curl Mia's moustache. It didn't go well, as Mia knew the Latin names of things and Chelsea just called everything bogweed. Do young people say naff? The last time I heard anyone say it, it was me, and before that it was Princess Anne. And I think we both agree that neither of us is ute. Borchester Rural Food Fair was on, which prompted Helen to remember that she hadn't pitched Gay Grables to be a local supplier. Well, you can maybe just spend hours waffling on about what life is like on a round-the-world yacht, Helen, and I'm sure he'll understand. She said, I am very nearly at the testing stage for mozzarella, Ardil. I can draw a picture of a buffalo, and I can confirm that I like pizza, so it's pretty much a done deal. But what you really need for a successful sales pitch is your brother turning up to full faces and make curly-whirly gestures behind your head as you're talking. So understandably, the whole pitch went down like a cup of cold sick, apart from Ardil had a lovely and unexpected ploughman's for his lunch. Helen was slightly incredulous that this wasn't actually going to work out and declared that Ardil would be foolish not to use Bridge Farm. No, what is foolish, Helen, is completely forgetting to pitch to your main customer. She suggested rebranding Sterling Gold, and Pat went completely mad and accused her of shattering decades of Bridge Farm history. Things would be a good deal calmer at Bridge Farm if everyone wasn't quite so fond of high-expressed emotion. Putting a different label on some cheese is not destroying a brand, it's putting some different words on a lump of cheese that no one appears to give much of a monkey's about anyway. Tom then rolled his sleeves up and decided that with all the charm at his disposal, he couldn't fail to win Ardil round. Turned out he had exactly 40 minutes of charm before it was completely exhausted and Ardil told him to sod off. Tom assumed that as Ardil was Asian, he was going to be good at cricket. And then it didn't occur to him that as he was Asian, he wouldn't appreciate a pint at lunchtime. So Tom switched it to a pint of coffee, which at least sped up the bowling to the extent that Ardil tonked it straight into Jimmy's hydrangea and smashed his Greek urn, which at least gave me the opportunity to remember the old joke, what's a Greek urn? About 20 drachmas a week. Boom, boom. Ha ha. Ha ha. Fate preparations. We went straight from a scene in which Eddie was telling Mia that it was all going to be fabulous. And two minutes later, once it was revealed that Eddie's idea of stalls and marquees was recreating the favelas of Rio, he was sobbing in Linda's arms and telling her that he was more out of his depth than Krusty with her foot caught in a shopping trolley in the am. 
Now we know why everyone kept introducing themselves to Weaver when they had politely ignored <laughs> Linda's dog, Lillian's dog and Bess. Because Weaver was a storyline. Possibly an ex-storyline as Weaver decided to go for walkies under the wheels of a trailer and that was that. The storylines at the moment are reminding me of climate change. Bear with me. We all know the world is going to hell in a handcart and half of it's underwater and the other half's on fire. Seemingly extremes are the only way we will sit up and take notice of what's going on. If it was a bit of drizzle and a few sweatier days than normal, we'd all carry on regardless. Same with the storylines. We dash from Linda stalking the fate committee to Rob stalking Helen. One minute we are supposedly chuckling away at Eddie convincing Brad that there's some sort of Grundy Amerta, and the next minute, dead dog. Could Weaver not have just been a bit poorly? Yes. Thorn in his paw. Bit of an upset tummy. Go softly with us, scriptwriters. There's enough wild extremes going on in the world at the moment. Ease us in gently. The end. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need my poor, ugly I know. friend. Oh, <laughs> the whole world sobbed. <laughs> so, I found it. I found it really difficult. I was felt quite hormonal in the last couple of days, and I found listening to the Archers. It. I was either <laughs> really angry. <laughs> I was angry or sad because I was angry at that stupid Eddie stuff. Yeah. But then I was thinking, well, maybe if I was feeling a bit more generous and relaxed, maybe I would have found that all funny. Hmm. But then to then no. to then make Weaver die was just so sad. Why did they have to do that, Lucy? It seemed gratuitous and it seemed particularly horrid to do it on a Friday night when everyone yes. was feeling quite, oh, thank God I've got for another. What do you mean he's dead? I was well, thinking it was going to be a, you know, last minute pull through and... Of course, because yeah. on the Thursday night, Alistair said, prepare yourself yeah. for the worst. So we were all like... Yeah, well, right, we're obviously. prepared. That means it won't yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then... And then just to basically go, no, he's definitely going to die. Yeah. And we're all going to listen <laughs> yes. to his dying breath. Yes. I just thought that was so sad. Mm. And then I, but then I got cross with the rest of it because mm. I was so sad about it. And it made me, I, and then because I was listening all back to front anyway. So did you when, feel a bit manipulated? I think I did, actually. Mm. I don't know, but then I suppose you're supposed to be manipulated, aren't you? Because it's a drama and it, it wants you to feel things. Mm. So I suppose that's okay. But then why do we have to have all the stupid... Why? I'm sorry, but the, mm. did anybody love the Brad and Eddie mafia? It went on teasing? and on yes. and on. I just, I just think this whole thing's making Eddie look really mm. foolish. And it was making Brad look thick mm. and... I didn't, I just, it just wasn't funny enough. It wasn't light relief. But was it because I it was, was feeling cross? No, tired? I think a lot of people felt that. It was, it was, I think they're struggling with. Boring. They're struggling with the, with the trying to fit the Helen high drama stuff in. They're trying mm. to offset it with comedy, except the comedy that they're using isn't comedy because it's just silly. It's a bit drawn out, all mm. this fake stuff. And because mm. we, the trouble is as well, we don't really know what Eddie well, we didn't know what Eddie was up to. No. And then suddenly, before we could get the big reveal, it's all fine anyway because he's yeah. made up with Linda and they're going to do it together. So where was the climax yeah. to that story? Where was point? Where, um, was, where is point, Lucy? <laughs> and oh, I'm trying to be... I think if it had been a different week and I wasn't so tired, it would have been fine. I would have enjoyed yes, it Yes, but the rest of us and... in the world weren't hormonal. <laughs> well, I mean, we all are, but in, not in the acute way. And um, everyone was irritated, I think, this week. I don't think anyone enjoyed it. Oh, but that, because, of course, you know, you have to have fluffiness. But why did it then have to end up with Eddie crying? 
It just mm. didn't make sense. No. None of it did. No. It's a bit like it was made, <laughs> made you know, when, when you're a kid and you just make it up as you go along and yeah. then there's no ending. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. all right. They wake up and it's been a dream. Yeah. That's how it was. And then, and the, then the burglars died. give it all back. So that's fine. <laughs> so anyway, and then we get on our horses and run around for a bit. And then I thought, well, here's all this Weaver stuff. Because Ruth, I mean, Ruth felt so much like she wanted to just, you know, mm. hold Stella to her bosom for a long time. Mm. I know she was super upset and in shock because she'd been holding Weaver. But I then thought, oh, my gosh, actually, is is it Ruth and Stella? Mm. And is it Paul and Stella? I don't know. Paul, I think Ruth and Stella is much less of a leap than Paul and Stella. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Paul is Paul and even Paul annoyed me. I know, I know, me too, and I like him. Yes, I know, but there was, uh, it, I don't know. There's there was something about him being arrogant, wasn't he? Sort of going, see, Alistair, yeah, you can do a little bit of. I thought Alistair didn't sound at all emotional. No, he just went, Stella, can you stop talking now because he can't hear you? <laughs> there's absolutely no point talking to him, Stella. I think there's not to rub it in or anything, but you know, <laughs> duh. Um, He's actually dead now. Yeah. <laughs> so can, you, can you leave? And here's the bill. <laughs> Pay on your way out. We won't unlock I, the doors until you have. Alistair's like Adam when it comes to emotion. You can't hear it. Yeah. You can't, you can't hear his You're eyes. You're told it's up. there, but you don't really <laughs> believe it. I mean, I, d- I did. I mean, I was in tears because anything about. I know. Yeah. I I actually did think of you because, um, I mean, I found it really, really, obviously, really sad because it was when she suddenly. Well, it's when she said my my ugly. Yeah, friend. yeah, yeah. And I was and thinking, when... don't look at the photos. Don't look at the photos. I can't. I still find it really difficult to. The photos of my old dog are up in the house, but I avoid them. Oh yeah. I don't okay. Look so at actually, them. I was going to ask you that because uh, when she was asking Ruth if she should look, I thought, well, of course you should look, isn't it? Mm. Aren't they lovely memories? But I guess if it's too it's raw a bit too still, raw, yeah. Too soon. Yeah. But then that was a bit gratuitous, wasn't it? Maybe the fo- the photo shoot, I don't oh, know. No. It was all a bit, seemed to be a bit... It was um, all a bit jigsaw-y. There yes, wasn't a yes, theme. It was like everything was just... It's like, like when you've got a bit bored with the jigsaw, so you just ram the bits in wherever just because you want it to yes, be finished again. Like there you go, that's done now. Good. They'd gone back <laughs> and stuck those bits over mm. to give it a bit of detail and mm. interest, but it didn't quite work, did mm. it? No. But but you know I mean fair dues it's you know still was all beautifully acted and um, you know just is it because of this character thing do you think I don't know because Ed I didn't also yeah maybe it is I hated the fact that we were told it was Ed and that Ed was but I didn't I just felt like it it, it didn't come together because you'd think when they when they when you had the screaming on the phone when Stella was on the phone to Alistair mm. that was really it really gave me such a shock and it you know I was really worried mm. but then and I was just thinking oh my god poor Ed poor Ed but then to not hear Ed and to not hear Brian yeah, yeah. It, it seems it is lacking something yeah. isn't it yep it's not giving us a fully rounded drama because I mean we're it's not always been everything. we've always we've always been aware and always taken the Mickey out of the oh I've just seen Shula over there oh no she hasn't seen us no 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 it's all right she's gone you know and all <laughs> yeah, that no. it, there was a bit when Mia went oh it's okay because Linda has gone off to speak yeah. to Sabrina and I was like oh my god we can't even have Linda in this scene and then she came over <laughs> all those naughty script writers <laughs> teasing us um. Yeah, but they managed to put two vets in. Yeah. And actually, they could have gone, Paul, pass me the scalpel. And you just <laughs> heard the 
the sort of shh, shh. you didn't really need Paul, did you? I'd have put Ed in for emotional mm. uh, drama. That's the thing because we know, and because it is now so evident, it allows us to sort of start making alternative choices who would yes. you have had in this scene instead whereas before it's never been so obvious that we've had to do that and maybe it's because now we're thinking about it because maybe it was nothing to do with the cast not being fully formed maybe uh. it was just but i did feel i felt yeah i maybe I, again that it was running season, at 70 percent this week i think and perhaps it was running at 70 percent, but it wasn't 100 percent formed like the weaver storyline was so quick that yeah. didn't really give us yeah. much of a chance to, no. to, to, I don't know, it was a bit of a shock, mm. wasn't it? That, because it, that feels like quite a big thing to do, to kill and also, a beautiful dog. another big thing to do is entirely forgetting your main customer. And then not saying, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I just completely forgot. Oh, Helen. But everybody yeah. just assuming, oh, oh, it's fine. She just forgot. But I mean, it's fine, isn't it? It's that's complacency well, taken to lunatic levels. That yes, is. but it, it, but it is also the arrogance of Bridge Farm, mm. isn't it? That well, of course he's going to have. He our would cheese. be very foolish not to. That other one woman, what lives in yeah. Gloucestershire, Celia <laughs> thingy, Celia <laughs> cheesy. She we Celia, don't like her. Hello, me <laughs> is definitely doesn't do cheese what like we do. No. But I mean, they could have gone. Maybe it's a chance for us to have a rethink, and maybe we need to up our game. And yes, or just you know, get things in on time. Think about the customer rather than what we're doing. But yeah, I mean, thank God Ardil called Tom out because because Tom's arrogance and just awfulness Mm. with all that sort of mate was. Yeah, I couldn't bear it. I've been so angry this week, Lucy. (laughs) The arches has made me so stressed. When usually it puts me in a good mood. But I did find it all quite stressful. Yeah. There was a lot of stupid people in it this week. Stupid people. And I didn't want, I didn't, I don't like it when Brad becomes a quivering idiot. Mm. Because he's not that stupid. And I know it was supposed to be funny. But (laughs) Eddie going, oh, look at me taking the Michael. And you'd think that Brad would just go, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, mm. whatever, old man, or you know, yeah. I don't know. It was just all a bit too weird, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, they're over egging Brad a bit. Yeah, I know he's supposed to be neurodiverse, but we can find it out gently without having it. People marching about in fl- with fluorescent jackets telling us he just didn't he doesn't really... like crowds. He doesn't like yes, unexpected things. He's really pointing. focused on Star Wars. Da, 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 da. Yes, yes, yes. We know, we know, we know, and it's fine. And we don't need you know. You don't need to keep. But his his EQ is very good. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So in that situation with Eddie, I really don't. I feel like that was very wrong. Yes, he would have easily picked up on. Yeah. Or just sort of got, yeah, I don't know, I don't mm. know, a bit weird. And Eddie wouldn't have done, oh, I don't oh, know. No. And then, but then, oh, it just it was annoying because of all the, why didn't, why did it suddenly have to be like Linda going, oh, it's okay, Eddie, we'll just work together. Mm. And then that's the end of the story. Yeah. Ha ha ha. wasn't, they could have at least <laughs> had a row. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Anyway. Um. There's something in the woodshed, though, isn't there? So we've still got a one surprise left. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Shepherd has, I think she's had much the same week as you have in terms of irritation. <laughs> Is it because it's the summer holidays? Probably. She said, um, 
Long time listener, first time me mailer. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> I hate, hate, hate everything about... Oops, I've just lost the thing. I hate, hate, hate everything about George, Rob, the fate, whether Johnny is allowed to bugger off on a boat, etc. However... <laughs> I bloody love the way Brad says, hello. It always <laughs> makes me smile and is keeping me listening. That is all, she says. And actually, Brad has a really good energy. He really can keep a scene alive mm. with his energy, I think. Mm. Yep. And I am so impressed at the minute with the quality of the younger actors. I yeah. think they are cracking. There's not one that, that is letting anybody down. No. They are all really, really good. And it was quite sweet when Mia went, actually, those leaves are really good. Yeah. Yeah. The leaves. Cut the leaves out. (laughs) (laughs) But that was quite, it was quite a sweet reconciliation, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, and that that, that nonsense about, it's not within the rewilding aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was funny that. Although poor Kirsty, now she's like, I've become like the middle-aged yeah. sort of why don't you woman. go and tell rex i'm sure he's interested <laughs> yeah. i i've just been shagging my brains out in no it wasn't croatia why do i keep saying croatia i can't even sit down without wincing going where did she go again oh, it wasn't Cro- prague prague prague, prague. prague. Mm. yeah we didn't hear why because that clearly didn't go as well as no, she yeah no predicted but no. we didn't hear why i hope no. helen's gonna bother asking her yeah so, what was it like with the thingy? Um, See, it's your no, fault I forgot about the cheese, Kirsty, because I was too busy talking to you. It's probably your fault. It's definitely not mine, anyway. <laughs> Lee's going to get it in the neck yeah. because of the cheese. Yes, yeah, because you didn't mow the lawn. <laughs> you didn't write it on the to-do list, Lee. Because you were too busy talking to your girls. <laughs> and not my boys. <laughs> my, 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 my. Anyway, I reckon next week might be a cracker if we're back to the <sighs> Rob stuff. Let's hope so. Um, uh, it must be hard if you're... If there's a massive storyline going on, it actually must be quite difficult if you're given the slightly... Yeah, like the, the compensatory storyline. Yeah, because mm. that, that, it the comic must be turn. difficult. Because mm. you can't compete with a big blowout storyline, no. can you? no. Not fair. Because everyone's thinking, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Get yeah, out of the way. Exactly. What's hurry happening up, over up, there? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Lonnie uh, has messaged us. Hey, Lonnie. And said that, because we said last week, because you said, uh, or we both said, about Poppy living with Parpe. Will. Yes, and yes. And Poppy is Will's daughter. So... She she would be living with them anyway. It's, oh my god! It's Pop- I'd completely forgotten. Poppy is Will's daughter. Oh my god! Mia isn't. That's the that's we got confused. So this is weird, isn't it? So Nick had so when Nick met um, Will, mm. she had um, Mia and what's Mia's brother called? Jake. Jake. That's it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, if you can find it, sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, yes, so Poppy, and then, so Poppy Poppy is Nick and Will's daughter, yes. of course. Yes. You just never hear about Poppy unless Clary's talking about yeah. her. Weird. Or, or Mia's been detailed to look after her. I completely... Poppy's so, really excited. So actually, Will is a single dad of a young girl. Yes, because that was the problem, wasn't it? He was taking Poppy out um, when he was gamekeepering. Oh, yes. Isn't that weird? I completely forgotten because whenever you hear Will, you never 
I just sort of always assume he's living on his own. Mm. That's really weird. Mm. And Jake okay. lives with his dad, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. So Poppy is going to be living with George. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes, okay. I wouldn't want a little girl in a... No way. No. No. Me neither. No. How old is Poppy then now? About 10, do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's hard Until they start speaking, I just ignore them, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Give They're just like voice. an amorphous blob of sound effects, and I just don't I'm care. Poppy. <laughs> I love you, George. I hope her first word is... <laughs> Poppy, was that you? She Sorry. should just be a sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> Something slowly deflating. Um, <laughs> Philip Shaw mm-hmm. said, Paella camping. Hello all, finally a storyline I can relate to with Pip and Stella's camping. I also had my first gay experience on a camping trip. Ooh. Not sure where Rosie and Weaver will be whilst that's oh. happening. Maybe oh. they have to go to the house and Pip and Stella stay outside. Well, I think we're just talking about Rosie now. If Weaver's there, that's taking things to a whole new level of weirdness. There is a chance he might come back to life. There is, yep. I told my mum that Pip and Stella were going to get together and she was oblivious to it all. I'm curious how Pip will come to terms with her newfound bisexuality. I don't think we've ever heard her express any lady interest before. Maybe she's unaware herself until the camping trips opens her eyes and legs, he says. Ooh, Philip, that's so naughty. Well, also, I will laugh if... None of this comes to pass. And it's actually Ruth and Stella. and yeah, <laughs> or, or it's just Stella and perhaps a partner in the future. But yeah, it's got and Stella just do. goes, Pip? Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he said he's been listening to our back catalogue and Ooh, he's just listened to nice. the one with you and the exploding kefir. <laughs> Let's uh, never talk about that ever again. <laughs> Although my neighbour, this is how middle class my street is, she went away for the weekend and my daughter got paid to go and burp her kombucha. No way. Way? Way. That is now a thing like feeding your cats. You can you can have you can pay someone to come and burp your kombucha. You just so put it, it in the fridge and it goes dormant and then you just get it out of the fridge again well, and it wakes back up. The lid had to come off twice or something. Oh. Don't ask me. But anyway, it's a Still, great way to if make... your daughter is making a bit of <laughs> Cash in the back pocket by burping somebody's kombucha. Good on her, I say. Exactly. There should be more more jobs like that. It's the new picking cherries mm. is, um, you know, mm. actually just burping kombucha bottles. That's ridiculous. Apparently it would have exploded, though, if it hadn't happened. Oh. Yeah. Because, mm. anyway, who knows? Hmm. Um... Uh... Um, oh, um, uh, Pip Archer is uh, in uh, Van der Volk. Um, Phil Wilkinson uh, told um, us. Is that what's who's the new Pip Archer? Daisy Badger. Daisy Badger. Yes, it's her. Right. Yes. because the other one is in everything, or was it? Yes, everything, wasn't she? Yes. Oh, right. Interesting. Well, Phil Wilkinson said she's in Van der Volk. Okay, that's maybe why she had an absence. Yes. Yeah. Um, Robin Winning has um, uh, emailed us. And although yeah. we refer to her as our legal correspondent, she's pointed out that she's actually a paralegal and could go to jail if I pretended to be a lawyer. Well, not really. But in California, paralegals have to work for a lawyer and that lawyer could get disbarred. 
What, anyway. What is, what is a paralegal then? I don't know. It sounds quite exciting. Like yeah. she goes around with a jetpack. So I think or it's that. Or she just goes around in an ambulance, but with yeah. admin. Or she parachutes in to cases. Yes, that would be much better, yeah. actually. That it would be great. She does that. Oh, I know. She parachutes in and then um, puts subpoenas on people. Yes. Yes. What mm. a great job. I bet that exists. Mm. Um, she says, anyway, I'm retired now, but I worked for many years as a contracts manager and contracts negotiator at several Silicon Valley startups. So my ears really perked up during this Fallon tea shop leasing situation. Ah, oh, interesting. Please allow me to show you how this stupid situation should actually go. Fallon, I would like an eight year term lease. It gives me the certainty I need to run my business. Tom. You are an important part of Bridge Farm's business and we would love to accommodate you, but eight years is a long time. How about five? Fallon. Good point. But I do need a long-term commitment, so how about seven? Tom. How about six and we agree on a slight increase in your rent? Fallon. Yes, I will agree to the six years, but I would prefer a single 4% rent increase after three years. Blah, blah, blah. And provide you with the hedge against inflation and certainty that you crave. Tom, deal. Fallon, deal. Oh, I did, I did Tom's squeaky voice then for Fallon. Um, Luckily, uh, I've recorded that, Lucy, so it will TX next week. Excellent. Next Thursday at Fabulous. 7 p.m. Um, he said, I will go right away to Usha and have her tell me that this isn't the kind of law she does. Fallon, sounds good, Tom. I'm going to go shag my hunky Christian husband. Um, thank you so much for this cathartic moment. Even if this doesn't make it on air, I feel so much better. Yes, Robin, it has you are made quite it on right. air. Yes, it has made it on air, and it is exactly what should have happened. And, and the voices were so good. I thank you. Yes, I'm taking over I from Tom's you. Was particularly yeah. fine. Uh, it's not easy doing a talking sausage, you know. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yes, that's exactly what should have happened. And this whole yeah. thing is ridiculous. Yeah. And also, it's another week's gone by now without them deciding anything. Oh, yes. Don't you... Wasn't... I mean, if I... To be honest, I feel tired even thinking about it. I think if I was the scriptwriters, I'd go, can we just have a holiday? Yeah. Can we just take... We need a week off. Can we just make some things go away? And let's start again with finish off the rob thing do you imagine can you imagine if they just like sent out a press release saying i'm afraid we've lost week you know we recorded it all we put it down somewhere i don't know where it's gone but anyway we've just lost it so let's just we're going to sort of have a reset so pretend rob's dead right so he's gone that's all happened Whoop, finished marvelous balance happy in the tea room yep harrison's still off um crust is shacked up with ardil yeah, it, all good. And Stella and Pip is R one. Yeah. So now, so so and ready, we, go, alive. and then we'll Weaver's just go alive. from there. Yeah. Keep Weaver alive. Keep yeah. Weaver alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Great all idea. a terrible mistake. And um, uh, Alistair put the wrong dog down. That wasn't Weaver. Oh no! Because it the, see the episode actually finished when he went. Um, oh no! Then they did more, didn't they? Because I thought the episode had finished when he went. Okay, you can stop talking now, Stella. Mm. But actually, then there was a bit later on. So if Weaver had come back to life, Alistair and Paul wouldn't have noticed because they were having a chat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? No, not really. Okay. I think I think they do checks and things to make sure yeah. that the animals yeah, are actually dead. Yeah, they probably dead. do. They probably mm, do. Yeah. This is from Lucy Traves. Um, oh, yes. Sorry, before I get... Sorry, Lucy. I'm backing up. Beep, 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 beep. Um, Reset. Yes. 
Forget everything she just said. In fact, can you just forget everything we've just said in the last 20 minutes? I feel like I haven't been concentrating. I'm very focused now. Um, There's a thing uh, called hypervigilance, which is where you are acutely aware to potential threat at all times. And it's, you get it when when you've had trauma as a child or whatever. And um, we can get it for lots of reasons. But you, so it's it's sort of, it's basically anxiety. You just see potential threats everywhere. And it can often come when you've lived in a household where you have very high expressed emotion, where you can't predict how people are going to react to things. And every, Pat Archer is just, yes, uh, she, she just goes from, she's a bit like Ruth does the same thing. Not, she got so not to furious in, with no indication that it was coming. I it was, Helen's that. going, I made a little bit of a mistake. And she's like, oh my God, I you've know. bankrupted us. She was so out of order, wasn't yeah. she? Her anger. Yeah. Oh, she just first of all, Tom and the modelling, which is actually mm. fine. And then the blooming cheese. No, of course you can't put a different colour on the cheese. You mm. can't call it borsage and white, mm. borsage and brown. You can't. It'll ruin us. She was so... I was like, this yeah. has got nothing to do with you. It's Helen and Oliver's yeah. cheese. Yeah. Back off. Yeah. If Helen wants to put a pink packaging around it and... Co- I mean, what was she going to call it, though? Grey Gables galore? No, Grey Gables green or something. <laughs> something that just didn't sound nearly as good. Because no. Borsage Blue is an excellent name. Yeah, and Sterling Gold as well, although Sterling it does sound gold. a little bit like a racehorse, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, but then maybe che- maybe good cheese has to sound a bit like a racehorse mm. for it to just... To, for it to rock it. That's the title of today's show. Does cheese have to sound like a race course? <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to think of another name of a cheese. I don't really do cheese. I just get cheddar. So, <laughs> and 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 a cardo mild cheddar doesn't sound like a. Just doesn't sound like. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think that's a, quite the artisanal thing that they're no, going for at no. Peach Farm. I don't. I literally don't know any posh cheeses. And I love the way Helen said, "Let's rebrand," and she went rebrand and i thought you do that every other week you're forever rebranding everything you've rebranded about 15 times this year and all they would have to do really is is literally just get a different packaging yes. and put the same cheese in it wouldn't yes they? well that's exactly what and then she came up with this brilliant idea i've thought of a way of rescuing the situation helen just put a put the same bit of cheese in a different bit of paper genius <laughs> But also, Ardeal has just said no. It's yeah. all right. I've got a. I've got a yeah. cheese supplier. I'm good. Yeah. So why the battle? Why not just wait? Yeah. Wait till the next load. Yeah. yeah. This obsession with like just having to be on top the whole time mm. is yeah. is just annoying. Just like you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so back to Lucy Traves. Hello yeah. again, Sorry, Lucy. Lucy Traves. Um. She said, listening to your latest podcast. I- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Struck by two things. One, the contrast between Tracy and Helen. Helen's children are younger and Rob is whatever Rob is, whereas Den is, I think, just a selfish waster. However, Tracy's thoughts were for her children and what they needed. When I was nine, I had to have an operation to remove my right eye after an accident. I will always be grateful to the surgeon who explained, in a way appropriate for a nine-year-old, what had happened and why he thought it was necessary. He then asked me what I thought should happen. He repeated my autonomy as a person, and Helen is denying that to Jack and Henry. I'm sure there are counsellors and mediators who could stop Helen, who could help Helen with this. However, given that her parents, then Rob, infantilised her, being in charge and being able to cope stops her from even thinking of this. Great writing, great acting. That is a very, very good point, Lucy. Absolutely. Um, she always, And then two. Give them autonomy. I do hope I'm wrong about this, but are we being set up for Rob attempting to kill Henry and Jack, then committing suicide? If he accepts his diagnosis, what does he have to lose? Sadly, a number of controlling men who lose custody do this. There's a chilling analysis of how sympathetic newspaper reporting of it is in the book, Men Who Hate Women. I hope that's too sensationalist for the archers, or maybe Miles will save the day. 100% agree. Read the Rosamund Pike radio serial. It's great stuff. It is great. Thank you, Lucy. I think that's on the cards. I don't think it's going to get to that point. I think he will appear in the window with one of the boys and a gun yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's leading up to... Well, the only thing... I do think it is hopefully leading up to Pat shooting Rob. Mm. Because I think they are going to come back to all that gun stuff. Mm. Because I think if, if, if they made it Henry shooting Rob... That would just, I think they are trying to kill off the storyline, aren't they? Mm. So, actually, yeah. in a way, they don't want it then to become another massive storyline, which would happen if, if Henry got too involved. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's just going to be like uh, the Eddie and Linda thing, and Rob's going to be crying in Helen's arms, <laughs> and then he'll just die. Yeah. And nothing will happen. No, but I, th- I think something, we're leading up to something big. Oh, I hope so. Um, uh, this is oh, uh, Sandra Jenkinson also messaged us to say that uh, Poppy, uh, Poppy's dad is Will. So thank you, uh, Sandra. I, can't we got believe, I just can't believe I completely forgot <laughs> that. But I feel like it's not my fault. No, because well, I was agreeing with you completely. So yes. we're both we're both Wallies. But, it's, but it's because Poppy hasn't been talked yeah. about for years. Yeah. Not not really. Just no. in passing. Yeah. Um, Janine said, George moving in with Will and Poppy to the green is not good news. Poppy will be there all the time. As she is Will and Nick's child, it's Jake and Mia who have a stepdad worried for her living in the toxicity that only George can bring. Plus, George will be living closer to Brad. Mm. Mm. Yes, I don't like that. I mean, I, uh, he's a great character, but I really hate him and he really worries me, George. Um, right. And then what, you know, what happens to Hannah? Anyway, mm. I, don't want, I don't want Hannah leaving. But Neil is going to go batshit if when Hannah says to him, well, I've got to leave. I've yeah. got to leave my job because I can't live around here. And actually, Hannah's not going to leave because I think she's going to be the one that reckons with George, probably, mm. because that, that's that got to have some sort of showdown, hasn't it? Mm. Her she George. seems to be the only one that... Her and Neil. Well, yeah. she especially. Yeah, yeah. is prepared to say, yeah, no, Emma he's not. Even Emma has admitted that yeah. he's not good with... Yeah. 
the ladies. Well, as, as, as somebody said last week, I've forgotten who, sorry. Um, they said that they all said, you know, oh, he's not very good with women, is he? Oh, well. And they <laughs> sort of just moved on like yeah. it was something that, you know, you can't fix or you can't address or it's just like, you know. Whereas it is something that they need to, to sort out quick before yeah. he's launched on a world of women, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daniel Millichip, who we, um, uh, we've, we, we, I don't know whether it's promotion or a sideways move or what, but he's gone from our, our, our younger, younger person representative to our, um, our, our gay representative. He says, I think I may be your LGBTQ plus representative and adoption representative as it's an oh. area I spent a few years learning about. Oh. Um, this was because we were talking about um, the trauma that uh, can exist. Yes, uh, you were talking about children. your friends. Yeah. Yeah. He said, may I commend your knowledge and sharing of adoption and pre-birth trauma and particularly the biological aspects. For any listeners interested in more, in more of this, may I recommend a challenging but wonderful book by a psychotherapist which explores this called The Primal Wound. It also talks about how children are born expecting their mother. They already know them from the womb. Based on this, I have wondered how the surrogacy storyline with Lexi may play out with Adam, Ian and Xander and look forward to hearing this in future years. Yes. Oh, I bet that's quite a tricky book to read. Yeah. Yes. I would imagine so. Especially if you're, uh, you know, um, in that situation. Anyway, um, this is uh, from David Thomas, He of the Gin. Yeah. Um, I am not writing about shop bells, nor am I enclosing a clip of Lillian in Brookside. I am weighing into the Rob Helen issue and specifically whether she should let Jack see Rob. I think that not letting him see Rob is a decision that she might come to regret. When Rob is deaded, she will never be able to reverse her decision and she's laying herself open to accusation and recrimination after Jack gets older. A supervised one-off visit would be sufficient and it's unlikely that Jack would engage that much with Rob as their strangers. We know that Rob is always in Helen's rearview mirror. Having a one-off visit and getting it over with might cauterise the wound and bring some finality to the proceedings. It would also stop Helen agonising over her decision when Rob does pop it, as we know that she is likely to do. My parents divorced when I was seven years old and I lost touch with my father for a while. My parents remained amicable and neither of them remarried. They nearly got together again when I was in my teens, but my sister threw a hissy fit and put the kibosh on it. Oh my God. Why am I telling you all this? Well, I always blamed my mother for divorcing my father. Although he was a lovely man, he was an alcoholic. And as a seven-year-old, I had precious little idea of what their marriage entailed. Yet I always blamed my mum for essentially ending my relationship with my father. Oh God. And when he came back into our lives, it was never quite the same. Looking back as an adult, I now see how unfair and slanted my view was, but this didn't prevent me from feeling like this way into my 20s when yeah. my father eventually died. I now realise my mother was trying to protect her children and also save herself from a marriage that couldn't work. And of course, I am now the proprietor of a gin distillery. If you have been affected by any issues raised in this programme, please call the BBC Action Line, he says. Um, or just order some more gin. <laughs> No, but it, but it, exactly that because you don't you don't really understand your parents until you're a lot yeah. older, do you? Or, or you can't you can't really understand what they might have gone through until you have mm. enough life experience. Yeah. And so, you know, as we've already discussed, well, she should definitely get professional help on this yes. one. But I she I should agree. have been having I, professional help all the way yeah. through. But I'm also worried that. It will come back to bite mm. Helen if she doesn't give, you know, as we mm. said earlier, Henry all 
and Jack autonomy. I mean, look what's happened. I mean, I know that was handled differently, but look what's happened with Rory and Siobhan and yes. Jenny Darling. And, you know, and he knew absolutely everything that was happening. Yeah. And it's still been incredibly traumatic for him. Yeah. And he's still got a lot of bitterness and he's still got a lot of feelings of, I don't really know who my family is or whether I was really wanted I'm or any of that. Yeah, the BBC actually haven't done any um, if you've been affected for mm. ages, have no. they? But actually, considering that, that this is this is... This is a really difficult mm. situation mm. if your monster father figure mm. is about to die. What do you do? Mm. You know, what do you do? I think it's a really, really difficult thing. Mm. And actually, probably people are going through quite sick or, you know, I think they're similar. probably saving all the if you've been affected yeah. for when he actually dies. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to get, I mean, the drama's going to ramp up, isn't it? Yeah. It's certainly not going to get any less dramatic. Yeah, which is why we've got to deal with the ferrets first. And, <laughs> unless, of course, can you imagine? Just beep, beep. Hang on a minute, Tom, I've just had a message. Oh, Rob's died. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Good, off we go then. <laughs> While at the fate. Yeah. Well, maybe it's all, maybe, yeah, anyway, I don't want to look ahead because I don't, I don't, I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> so I don't really want to, I'm, I'm expecting next week to be a cracker. Yes, And me I'm too. a bit worried that it's, that it's just going to be mostly the aftermath of... Isn't the fate on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, are you going to sue if it's disappointing? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. David sent me a lovely picture of himself dressed up as a druid because he's going to the Ivestead Fod for the weekend. Wow, what does mm. that mean? What's the Ivestead Stod? Ivesteadford. It's a festival, a, mu- a festival, a celebration of, of Welsh music, Welsh poetry, Welsh everything. But you don't have to go as a you, druid. You don't have to, no. And I suspect I'm getting distinct bedsheet vibes off his off his druid <laughs> uniform. So I'm not quite sure how committed he is to the to the whole thing, really. It's always quite fun wearing a bedsheet as a cape. It is. Anyway, in yes. any and wherever you go. Yes. It's advisable to take one just in case. Yes. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not rainy though for them. Of course it's it is. It's the Ice Deadford in Wales. Of course it's rainy. Oh, but this weather is so grim. It really is. And it's I only going to get it. worse. When you know when they start naming storms, that's oh, when you know they're going to be bad. There's another named one coming for us. Oh, can I just recommend that anyone who's having a rainy well, we're all having a rainy weekend, you must go and see the Barbie movie to cheer you up. So good. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? I'd rather eat my own foot, no, but anyway. No, Lucy, I really need you to go because 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 there's a lot of um, you know, feministy stuff, etc., mm. patriarchy, etc. Mm. I mean, I just enjoyed it for the songs and the dancing, really, and the um, you know, all the costumes. But um, I I actually, as as a woman, I found it quite moving. And I, and I my did, daughter said that actually. Yeah, it honestly, it, I, it, there's this incredible. Probably a bit cheesy, but very powerful monologue that America Ferrara mm. does as her character, and it, and it's very moving. And of course, it's you know supposed to, it does it all. It's got all the fab music and stuff to make you feel moved. But I think you might really, really like it. Okay. So I'd really like you to go because I I'm interested to see if you'd love it. It's so enjoyable because there's nothing dark in it at all. Okay. So if you just want some, does really a dog light die? Relief, no one dies. I would just settle I mean, for a week in which a dog the, doesn't die. That's some of all the I'm... dolls are discontinued, but no okay. one <laughs> properly dies. 
Weaver was him. definitively discontinued, bless him. And I it? took a me-year-old, a 12-year-old, an 8-year-old, a 13-year-old and a 4-year-old and all, all of us enjoyed it. Okay. And there aren't many films that you can no. all enjoy at that age, can okay. you? No, not can really. Can you go, please? Let me know. All I think right. you would love it. Okay. The music's brilliant. Okay. You'll love it. It'll cheer you up. All right. Promise? <laughs> Come on. Come on now. Get yourself to a th- cinema. Okay. Come on. <sighs> Go to one where you can take your dog as well. <laughs> Cooper, will, Cooper will absolutely <laughs> love it. Cooper's quite camp, I'm sure he Yeah, would. he would yeah. love it. He'll I'll put a pink music. neon collar on him. Yes. I think Jeff would really enjoy it, actually. <laughs> Genuinely. I think Jeff would enjoy it more than you, actually. <laughs> you got to go. This is from Patricia Johnson about the fate. She said, hello, my foof and your foof. I listened to Wednesday's (laughs) episode early this morning. Uh, Glad there were more characters. If you count Weaver, almost a normal episode, but still very empty sounding. Taking things literally, as I am wont to do, I was astounded that Linda thinks they can book a marquee at a few days' notice in a damp summer. They'll all be taken for weddings and well-planned summer events. Talking to my friend Jenny at the swimming pool, excuse me if I smell of chlorine, we moaned that the BBC budget won't even stretch to include a celebrity. Lightning bolt zap, it came to me. The script writers are also miffed at recent budget cuts and are using the Ambridge fate as, a, as, a, as an analogy of the wider problem. Oh my God, that's, so, that's amazing. The summer fate could be a failure if not intricately planned to the usual high standards. The denizens of Ambridge, brackets the audience, want the familiar scenes which provide reassuring entertainment. The Grundies were hoping to make money for themselves, but the fate income is usually for charitable purposes or community funds. And the fate is most importantly about being a community, doing things together. Which brings us back round to Ambridge on the couch. Hurrah for us. Love, love, love your sketches and music. I am Spartacus. Have a lovely day, Patricia. <laughs> oh, I'd really like to meet Jenny at the swimming pool as well. But <laughs> fun. I'd like to go to the swimming pool to meet my friend Jenny and talk about the arches. I think that, that you know, sometimes when you go to the swimming pool and there's two old ladies who, I'm not suggesting that Patricia <laughs> and Jenny are old ladies, but they just swim at like two strokes an hour <laughs> with their heads so far out of the water. <laughs> They look like they're snorkeling sort of thing. It's hilarious. And, they, and you think, this is doing you no benefit at all apart from you're having a lovely chat, which is, which is a lot of benefit. I don't I think, think Patricia and Jenny are those people. No. But I think they probably have a good chat over a coffee afterwards. Mm, I think I they remember being in young and swimming in the swimming pool with those types of ladies and they'd always tut because you know if you're a vigorous swimmer yes and you go zushing past them and they don't like you accidentally splash their hair hate you (laughs) hate you swimming can be quite stressful sometimes unless you've got a clear path yeah can't it well tilly my daughter is a lifeguard and she's forever having to sort out argy bargy over somebody <laughs> i think you'll find he's in the wrong lane could you ask him to move please i have asked him but he doesn't seem to be he seems to be oh, and some people are so slow with the yes. lanes so slow yes you can't yeah swimming rage is definitely a thing yes lane rage is Le- yeah 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 definitely um this is from Gemma, who's headed yep. it emotional damage why the Tell fuck did Weaver have to die? Yes. Bloody awful. If it's a plot device to push Ruth and Stella together and the Pip thing was thrown to her, thrown into her, and the Pip thing was thrown in to put us off the scent, I will be furious. Yeah. I am away to sob into my gin. It's midday. It's allowed, she says. 
It well, is allowed. Not... After the death of an animal, it is allowed. Gemma. And also, it's the death of Weaver, of all animals, a gorgeous rescue dog who's, you know, as Alistair said, has come into Stella's home and been shown all this love. It's so heartbreaking to yes. just callously put him in the way of a tractor. Oh, no. Oh, it's just not fair, Lucy. Why no. couldn't it have just been a dog that we didn't know? Because <laughs> there's only three dogs in Ambridge, but well, now there's two. Four, and now there's three. Mm. Has a dog ever been put down in Ambridge before? And they didn't do... Did they do Have You've Been Affected? No. no they can't do Have You Been Affected for a dog dying. Why? It's so traumatic. And also, I actually found the fact that we actually had to be there at the death of the dog you know as the needle was going in or whatever happens mm. i found that quite traumatic it was a bit sort of tactless i think so mm. voyeuristic <sighs> yes mm. yes anyway anyway um right i'm going to as requested yeah. i'm going to play last week's what the hell is happening here oh yeah well done so that uh, you can see remember. if you knew it right ready yeah, yeah. forward to having a good old chinwag with jennifer though how are you what about? All sorts of things. I think we've got a lot in common. Like what? Neither of us seem to be very good judges of men. Yeah, so we we thought that Tracy was quite young. It's obviously Christmas. And it was to do with Alice and Chris getting together or something? I said it was just after they'd got together and that was why... The, but actually, the, I don't think That's Tracy why the, was the Carters Tracy. were even invited to... But I don't think Tracy was in it then, was she? When when Chris and Alice got together, because it feels like Tracy's only been in it for the last ten years or so. Aha! Uh -huh. Well, we have the answer. Oh yeah, from Stephen Bowden, who says, "Of course, it's from Stephen." <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just play yeah. the clips yeah. and then wait for yeah. it should only really be Stephen replying yeah. uh, who says that snippet was from Christmas Day two thousand and eleven. Ooh. When for some reason Susan decided to throw a huge drinks party for the whole village, complete with loads of canapes, but not crisps and peanuts because they are common. <laughs> At the party, Tracy was quite rude to Jennifer over her having married three times. Two, Jennifer corrected her, and having four children. Five, Jennifer corrected her, Rory counted two. So well done, oh. Stevon. So that's over ten years ago. Yes. Wow. Uh, apparently, and this is this is uh, James Everett's uh, um, his, yeah. his version. Yeah. Tracy was there after leaving Den and was staying with Susan while finding somewhere new. Oh right. This was one of the first Christmases after Alice and Chris got married in Vegas. Therefore, Susan wanted to impress the new Aldridge in-laws. The party looked like it might be an awkward flop with the odd combo of Horribins and Aldridges, but it was saved by fun party games and Susan's delicious food. In the end, even Jenny had a good time. Okay. Well, that was pretty good guessing all round, I'd say. Yep. Well, well done, done us. Well done us. Uh, now, this is this week's one. Yep. Ready? Yep. Ooh. Yep. Yep. So, Kate, when you say you're flexible... Yeah, I am. It's all this yoga. You wouldn't believe how bendy it makes you. I can get my body into all sorts of positions. <laughs> can you now? <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm sure you wouldn't. Well, it could be arranged, Toby. Oh. Which way? Any way you like. No. <laughs> I mean at the junction. <laughs> <laughs> Left or right. Oh, um, 
you know, I haven't got the slightest idea. I'm going to have to talk to Phoebe about these clues. They're ridiculous. I mean, flower jogged through a Latin farewell. What's that supposed to mean? Ooh, saucy. So that was before Aussie they had their little... To do what the L is. What I know, I forgot that. Is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> didn't Kate sound normal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't recognise Toby until he said, until she said Toby. I was like, who's this buff boy? Um, it was obviously before they had their little... Um... Before they had their... No, but just maybe just before they had their night. Didn't they? Because they had a, a night together, didn't they? Toby and Kate. Was it a night or was it... Because uh, it, one of it was on the bouncy castle at... It's the something. party, wasn't it? Because yeah. she put her heel through the bouncy castle and deflated it or it something. It was a drunken yeah. thing, wasn't it? That was just after he turned the, he'd put rattle powder in the swimming pool at home farm. Oh, that was it. And turned but, it purple. So that, that, but presumably that was all connected then. Mm. So they, they, that, they were obviously at the flirty, flirty stage, yeah. weren't they? And they're doing a treasure hunt. I don't, I don't remember, remember a treasure that. hunt. No, I don't know. Again, I don't know. My brain can't remember. Do you think if me or you was 10 years younger, we'd remember? Do you think it's just because our If we were 10 years younger, we'd have better things to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, we wouldn't, oh, yeah, we wouldn't be listening to the Archers or doing this podcast. We'd yes, be, we would. Yes, we Well, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> if you were 10 years younger, you'd just be permanently pregnant anyway. I don't exactly. I definitely wasn't doing this podcast. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the treasure hunty bit. I don't, but it's exactly the sort of swatty thing that Phoebe would do. But it does sound like Kate wasn't quite so... Um, no. Uh, Lotus posy. No, she sounded sage. a lot more natural and yeah. quite flirty and yeah. nice. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yes. A bit more Perditor, a bit less Kate. Yes. Yes. Um, interesting. So uh, we so haven't got a clue. Well, I yes, presumably it was pre-shag, but no idea what, what the treasure fund no, hunt was no for. No idea, no idea. I just said treasure fund. Um, Stephen, <laughs> over to you. <laughs> yes, we wait with bated breath. Stephen, get your books out, love. Um, <laughs> right, and now where are we going? We oh yes, we're crossing over to Radio Borsetshire now to find out about the fate. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, because you wouldn't let me get new cooling special seat cover for special radio recording chair, now I have eat rash and several symptoms of malaria. That is a workplace accident, I think, and I can sue for many thousands of pounds. What a doctor note? No, I have not got a doctor note. I went on Google and it said definitely malaria. It was not a waste of time, especially as I found one useful tip to melt belly fat. Apparently people in Borchester cannot believe it. But you will be hearing from my solicitor about the malaria, as soon as I have found one. Unless you get me special cooling seat cover. Yes? No? Oh, oh now. Hello, hello, this is me, Fabrizio Felpish. I'm looking like I just stepped out of the salon, because I have... 
The fete is a very traditional bit of village life, like affairs and armed robbery. I am welcoming to the studio someone who can tell us all about it, Mrs. Clary Grundy. What are you doing? Just thought I'd have a little go round with the Uva while I'm here. No, no, you are here to tell us about the fate. We want to hear what you have to say. Really? I don't have to do anything? That's never happened before. You sure? I could knock up some scones while we're talking. No, that will not be necessary. And also, carbs. Tell us about the Ambridge Summer Fate instead. You're on the committee, yes? Yeah. Me, Eddie, Emma, our Edward, our William, Mayor, and the chatter of the two ferrets. Oh, and Linda Snell. Oh, Mrs. Smells, O.B. She usually is the power O's behind all the Ambridge functions. Yeah, well, this one's going to be different. This is the Grundy world of Poundland. Thrills, spills and small boity animals. So it will be all traditional country fun, like shy coconuts, hoopy lala and pin the tail on Jolene Rogers? Some of that, yeah. We try to jazz it up a bit, you know, bring it into the 19th century. So... We got a raging bull experience as well. Oh, a mechanical bull? Mechanical? Ah, nah. Eddie's going to roil up one of the Montbelliards and let it loose in the kiddies' activity tent. And then there's the sack race, where everyone takes bets on how fast Georgie can get sacked from Bridge Farm. Bait the goalie, where we put Adam in goal and everyone's allowed one thump each. And we were planning on doing Dunk the Vicar, but no one's seen him since February. Oh, lovely. That all sound quite rural and violent. What about the food and drink? Ferret burgers, ferret pasties, a ferret roast and pulled ferret. Hmm. What if you don't like ferret? Then I suggest you go to a different fate. We've got too much on to deal with faddy eating. Well, there we are, listeners. If you want a true Ambridge experience, the Grundy world of Poundland sounds right up your cup of tea. Absolutely. We will see you there, Fabrice. Ha ha! You must be joking. Bye! Radio Borsetshire. Thank you very much. Thank you. For Breezy Breeze. And now, oh, now, who died this week, Harriet? Um, Weaver. Are we talking actors? No. Oh, no, no, sorry, not as in the scene, not in a scene, not in a sort of acting way. You mean really dead die? Yes. Um, You told me earlier and I've already... Oh, Lucy! What? Yeah, because it's a coincidence, because I told you that this week... I made my children watch Pride and Prejudice, yes. the BBC series. Yes. And the only reason I was watching it was because in the Barbie movie, depressed Barbie watches the BBC Pride and Prejudice to get through her depression. <laughs> <laughs> when she's depressed, she puts it on. And it made me go, oh my God, I've got to see it again. Okay. So I'm watching it with the kids. And then you told me that Carl Davis has died. Yes. Who was the composer? He was the composer of the lovely music. And, I missed uh, that completely, though. I didn't see it on the news. In tribute to him, uh, Matt has... Oh, uh, we're you, going Matt. to replay Matt's um, Pride thank and Prejudice. You. The snorting noise you can hear in the background, by the way, is not me. It's the dog rolling around ecstatically on his back. I have no idea what he's doing, <laughs> but he does it at least three times a day and he loves it. Oh, bless him. 
he throws himself on the floor and just wriggles for hours. Um, uh, so, yes. Give him a big cuddle from everybody. I will. I know lots of people have said that. Aww. Big Pat Cooper. <laughs> um, uh, so... Uh, so we're going to hear. Yes. All right. Um, should we say? Oh yeah. Are we going to listen to that? Yes. But should we say all the stuff? Yeah. What everyone knows, it don't the they? It's the I end. Know, but shall yeah. we just also say thank you to all our patreons because we haven't done anything Patreon. Yes. I'm sorry, patreons. I was thinking that this morning. Oh, I am going to get on top of it, but I just need to move house first because you if, need to move house. if I have to do one more thing, my yeah. head's going to fly off. Yeah. You need to move house. I have to get through the summer holidays. Mm. And um but we will all get there and you'll get there. Yes. But thank you for thank you so much. I feel like we haven't said a big thank you for supporting us and listening and reviewing us and yes, all of Thank that. you all. You're all very, very kind. Very, 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 very kind. Yes. And if you want well, I've come off Twitter now, have you? Because it's got, got an X on it. Yeah. Yeah. What is that about? It's so ugly. Mm. I cannot I can't touch the app button because it's so ugly. Yes. What is it about? It's like, oh, he thinks he's a Marvel superhero, doesn't he? Silly ass. Dick. It's mm. so, just that bird was so lovely. Yes. Even if the stuff that went on inside it was awful, mm. at least it looked nice. Yes. No, it doesn't and even now look I'm not, nice. I'm not going there no. until they turn it back again. Yes. So me don't neither. bother at, at, at me anything. <laughs> In fact, just um, email us. You can at Ambridge on the couch or you can oh, yeah. at Fabulous Febreze. Yes. <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere near that X. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, you can come to Instagram, though. If you want to come to Instagram, I'm on at Shambridges. Oh, yeah. 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 Just need to do stuff on there a bit yeah. more. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you need to go and pick up children from somewhere? Yeah. I know. I need to go to another barbecue. Oh, God, yes. In the rain. In the rain. Um, thanks, Lucy. <sighs> And um, yes, we'll play out with Pride and Prejudice. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.